Hello. That feels weird if I don't do it three times. Hello, hello, hello. Have you done that every episode? I think, now that I say that, a lot of them. I didn't even notice, so. Well, thanks, Jane. Not in, like, a bad way. No, it's fine. I didn't notice your manner. Happy New Year. I think this is our first official one that wasn't, like, pre-recorded. Oh, my God, it is. Happy 2023. Yeah. I don't like that. Stop copying me. Stop. This is what happens when we weren't... I can't talk today. We aren't kidding when we say we share a brain cell. Yeah. This is like the third thing in the last 20 minutes that's come out of our mouths at the exact same time. And we haven't even, like, talked in a while. We haven't, like, no. FaceTimed in, like, what, a month? Two months? Yeah. No, like a month. It's Christmas. Like a, it's been like a week. Well, oh, wait a test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We this said all stuff the same, too, though, then. That's true. But this is what happens when you are best friends for 17 years. You go a week without FaceTiming, and you're like, what, it's been like two months? <laughs> I don't even know what's going on in your life anymore. Except Listen, I do, because we text every day. I consistently send memes and TikToks and... So many. I don't See, even know is... if you watch them, but I laugh I at do. them myself. Okay. <laughs> this is the funniest part, because you, our friend Holland, and Connor all send me TikToks all the time. Mm-hmm. But as you all know, I do not have TikTok. Mm-hmm. So they all get mad at me for not having TikTok and the fact that they have to go out of their way to send it on Facebook or through text because or it's on so much Instagram. More work. Then don't send them to me. But then you miss out on this really funny thing that happened. I can't win. So You can win if you just get TikTok. I refuse. Let the government of China listen in on your conversations. No. They don't need to see my stupid videos. Oh? It's bad enough when I see them. Actually, you know what? Connor found your TikTok the other day and sent me a video of myself. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? That's the one I told you about. I said I posted you on there and you said, show me. And I said, no. Yeah, and then he sent it to me. It was me. It was Smasher Pass with Harry Potter mm-hmm. characters. You little freak. Yeah. And I stand by my choices. That is not an invitation for any of you. Anyway. That is not an invitation for any of you to go looking for Jamie's TikTok. No, please do. No. I'd love the views. Anyway. And my handle is, uh... No. No. I don't do the editing anymore, so I can't cut that out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Uh, Jamie is now in charge of editing, so if it's bad, um, tough. <laughs> yeah, if it's bad, start sponsoring us. Yeah, that sucks. So that we I... can afford to hire an editor. Oh, my God, could you? That'd be so nice. Yeah, we also hit I, 2,000 plays. Over 2,000 did, plays. Did we? We did. I forgot. Mm-hmm. If you add YouTube in there, then yeah. That's true. So let's Look at go. us go. Aw. Look at us. Who would have thought? thought? Not me. Not me either. Also, in good news, mm-hmm. um, I signed our first piece of fan... What do you... How would you describe that? Uh, I signed our first autograph, like... Yeah. Um, so, you know who you are. <laughs> Thank you That's for... ominous. Well, you, I know they're you listening. You know who you are. Even creepier. I know you're listening. <laughs> I know who you are. They just, they whipped out a creepy mm-hmm. coffee mug and said, will you sign it for your creepy coffee? And I was like, oh my god. I yes. will, but I'm so embarrassed. And I don't have good handwriting, so it's just, like, a nine-year-old wrote creeps and coffee on a coffee mug. I will say, and you know I say this with the utmost love for you, when you told me that you were the one to sign the autograph, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. I know. I was like, I really wish Kate was here to do that. Because one of us does calligraphy. And it's The not other me. one can't read her own handwriting. Yeah, the other one 
keyboard smashes, but with a pencil and paper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, do you have but, anything else exciting you want to share? Not really. I just got, well, not just. I've been back for a week and a half now. But I got back from England. I had a good time. Despite not getting your luggage the entire Yeah, didn't have my luggage trip. the whole time. I got my luggage back two days after I got back in Canada. I was there for two weeks. So I, I don't think they even tried to ship it. I think they left it and were like, oh, well. Yeah, I agree. Which is awful. All of a sudden, they found it in Manchester. Did you so have to pay for your luggage? I paid an extra $100 because it was overweight. Because I had all of my boyfriend's family's Christmas presents in it. Yeah. Did you get reimbursed or anything? Not yet. Oh, God. I filed the claim, so. So you'll get that in, like, six months Yeah. We shall see. So. You know. Hmm. The good luck continues. Yeah. I'm Kate. And I'm Jane. And this is Creeps and Coffee. A show where we talk about the dark parts of the world around us. Cryptids, conspiracies, things that go bump in the night. And the crimes behind the scariest creatures of all, humans. Join us as we take a look at the stories sure to give you the creeps. Pull up a seat. Grab a coffee, and let's have a chat. As weird as it is, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of excited for this episode. Because I feel like this is the first chance we've had in a while to talk about, like, current true crime. I know it's been a couple of years since this case. But it's still, like, it's very present in the minds of the people who have experienced it. Mm -hmm. It's a creepy thing. It unfortunately rings, or it hits quite close to home for me in terms of some of the stuff. So I'm kind of, kind of excited for it. Yeah. I'm excited too, but for less, less reasons. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank God. Because I'm currently in Halifax. (laughs) Yeah. So. Not ideal. No. Well, do you want to give the background, or would you like me to? I can give what, like, I heard. Please do. Because I wouldn't have heard of this if it weren't for Jamie Yeah. hearing of things, so. It's almost like an urban legend, except real. Yeah. Um. I think you hear very similar stories in, like, urban legends. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. This one. <laughs> but this one has like witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, ooh, shit. So, yeah, I'll preface this by saying this was just from the multiple accounts that I've heard. So, I went to school at Dalhousie University. Ooh. And, okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, while I was there, um,. I had somebody nonchalantly be like, oh, by the way, lock your door when I was heading back to my dorm room. And I was like, yeah, I always do. Like, why why would you say that? I'm paranoid of everything. Yeah, I like true crime. Obviously, I'm locking my doors <laughs> and windows. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, well, you know, the Halifax Watcher. And I was like, the who? So the Halifax the Watcher, also known as the Halifax Sleep Watcher, was this... I'm going to assume creepy guy. Yes. I'm going to say it's a dude. um, Who would break into people's houses near Dalhousie um, and watch women sleep. Just just watching them sleep. He would never hurt them or or kill them. So, it's still, if anything, that's more threatening to me. I agree. Like, why, what, what do you get out of this then? It's that, that feeling of, like, what if. Yeah. Because, we'll talk about it in more detail, but in a lot of these cases, like, obviously the women woke up Mm -hmm. and saw someone there. And So who knows how long, who knows how long he was there. Yeah. But who knows what else he would have done. Well, exactly. If they hadn't woken up. And unfortunately, it was, like, a lot of university 
female students all living mm-hmm. like on campus or near campus and that was like his prime area and mm-hmm. the the houses he apparently would like peruse the most were also in between that university and another university St. Mary's because mm-hmm. those are within like 25 minute walking distance of each other I always forget that they're so close yeah so he definitely was going in between just being creepy and so it's said that he would go looking for unlocked doors and if they were unlocked he'd just go in and then find the the people's rooms and watch or Mm. he would cut through screen doors or just peep through their windows like a little peeping tom Mm -hmm. um apparently if windows were like open as well that was a source of entry cutting screens off windows is supposedly another tactic which i don't like because i always like to sleep with my windows open well that was so my mom has always been a paranoid person yeah and that's largely where i get my paranoia from Mm -hmm. um but she has always been like you do not sleep with your window open unless you live on the second or third floor and it's inaccessible even then yeah even the second floor is a no for me because yeah. you can climb. Yeah. If it's third floor well, and mom, above, I will. My mom was always like, you do not sleep with the window open. It doesn't matter how yeah. hot it is. It doesn't matter how uncomfortable you are. You close them, you lock them. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, what do you mean? Is <laughs> Spider-Man going to break into my house? Something But now worse. as an adult, I'm like, oh my god. I gotta lock my door. <laughs> I gotta lock everything. And like, this is something that like, I am very, I get very passionate about is always having the door locked, even when we're home, even when it's daytime. Mm -hmm. And, like, I had an old roommate who wouldn't lock the door when their boyfriend would leave in the morning at, like, 7 a.m. And I didn't think it was a big deal because I'm up by, like, 10, 11, 12. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, only a few hours. And I'm like, no. But we don't have locks on our bedroom doors. So they go in through the front door. They enter our room. We get either watched or slaughtered. The cat dies. Like, please. And I was... Like, I was like, I don't want to end up in a true crime documentary. Please, just lock the door. Find a way. Side note. Because when I was in school, Mm -hmm. everyone... If you ask anyone, like any of my teachers, any of like my parents, friends, the way they would always describe me is that I had a smile that would light up a room. And I despise, exactly, that's what everyone says when they're like, oh, she had a smile that would light up a little room. She was, she just had this energy that made you want to be around. And then she died. And then she she was kidnapped. And then she was murdered. And there was no no. more smile. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, no, no. Anytime anyone says that, I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm a terrible person. Stop telling people. (laughs) Yeah, don't let them get the memo. Yeah, God. But yeah, so I believe in the... Do you know what year it started, the the watchings? Some people say it started in 2012. Okay. Some people say it started earlier, around 2009. Mm-hmm. So it's all very dependent on sort of what you think yeah. constitutes something that falls under the sleep watcher. Well, what I because... did what I did hear was that, uh, like one of the sources just said that there was over twenty five incidents reported. Mm-hmm. Over twenty five incidents reported. What yep. went unreported, and also what did that person succeed in? How mm-hmm. many times was he not caught watching people? Exactly. Well, they think those twenty five events mm-hmm. that are linked to this sleep watcher Mm -hmm. happened during about an eight year period Mm -hmm. so you're absolutely right in eight years that's a lot of time for someone to get away with a lot of things that we would have no idea because people were asleep yeah when it happened people are at their most vulnerable like aside from any sort of like external influences on behavior sleep is when we are at our most vulnerable Mm -hmm. and to think that someone is taking advantage of 
that most vulnerable state, we really have no idea how much could have gone on. And, like, the ones that were were reported were probably the more obvious ones, like, hey, my screen door's been cut and there was someone in my hallway. Exactly. How many times did this this dude just peek in through windows for 20 minutes? That's still so violating. How many times did he just come in and leave? Yeah. Like, if you leave your front door open, in and out. Ugh. Yeah. I hate it. Unreported incidents are spooky. Yeah. The thought of not knowing is just very unsettling. Yeah. It's also unsettling. I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say it's unsettling the fact that people don't really know about this story. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many university students coming in from different countries, different provinces, all over the world. And I've brought it up multiple times to people, and they're like, what's that? And so I have mm-hmm. to tell them the story. Mm-hmm. I have to give them the caution. And it's like, so this person could still be doing this because there's a group of people who are vulnerable who don't know that yeah. this is a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. So... With cases like this, and with a lot of the reported cases for the sleep watcher, he's targeting not just a vulnerable population, like being women who are asleep, mm-hmm. but he's he seems to be targeting people who are in even more vulnerable positions. So women who had been out drinking and would have deeper sleeps Mm -hmm. women who were maybe at a party doing drugs and would have deeper sleeps so he's young students young students who are in environments like this where they're more likely to be in those positions and people with roommates and friends who like literally say like i'll leave the door unlocked for you when you get in exactly yeah and i think what's extra unsettling for me about that is that he's clearly been watching them. Yeah. It's not just like, a, oh, he was going around looking for unlocked doors. He's clearly kept an eye on them, at least for the day, to mm-hmm. some sort of extent, to know when they're going to be asleep. Because if you think about when we were in university, like when we were in undergrad, we wouldn't sleep until 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. You're either working on papers, you're working on yeah. assignments, you're just too tired to get stuff done during the day, so you stay up. Yeah. Like, you have to to do what he's done. You have to you have know to, when they're sleeping. You have to know the patterns. You have to know when other people might not be home. If a roommate has gone out to yeah, go stay at a friend's. I didn't think like, of that. It's stuff that you don't think twice about because it's part of your routine. Yeah. But as nice as, and comforting as routines can be... They can also be some of the most dangerous things that you can be in. What What's the saying? Serial killers love routines or something? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely they do. And unfortunately, I know a lot about this firsthand. You are a creature um, of habit? I, not only am I a creature of <laughs> habit, I'm a creature who has had stalkers before. Mm-hmm. Plural. And plural, yeah. How lucky am I? How many times have I dealt with the police about stalking incidents? And they've done nothing. It's absolutely nothing. They're like, oh, that sucks. Anyway, have a good one. I can see how uncomfortable that must be. Try breaking your routine. Anyway, call us if you get killed. Bye. Yeah, it's great. Anyway. um, (laughs) But there's things that you pick up on that you, like, you just can't do things in a consistent way. You can't trust that people... It sounds so paranoid. But you really can't trust that people aren't keeping an eye on it. Yeah. You can't you can't just trust that people are gonna be good, genuine people. You need to always have that sort of have your wits about you. And that's not to say that these women are at fault no. for like not in any sense is this their fault for being violated in the way that they were. But just a word of advice for anyone listening not just yeah. women it's um it's something that you don't want to think about yeah but you you shouldn't have to think about it until it happens to you 
And it sucks because humans are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. And when you have, like, a steady job, mm-hmm. you're usually taking the same way to work and stuff. And I I have to do that. I take pretty much mm-hmm. the same way to work whenever I go to work because it's the fastest way. But I hate it because I'm like, I don't want to see the same people. I don't mm-hmm. want <laughs> to run into anyone. I don't want to see them seeing me. <laughs> like... Well, when I used to go for runs or when I would, like, take the dog for a walk, not once did I go the same way. Yeah. And how terrible is that? Because if you know anything about me, I have no sense of direction. True. So I got lost so much. And that's terrifying in and of itself because you don't know where you are. You don't know how to tell people where you are. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you're right. You don't want to run into the same people. No. You don't want to be a creature of habit because that puts you at a higher risk. Yeah. Which is not ideal. Last thing I can say before we get into some some articles is that he's also believed to have taken pictures of these women and people sleeping through the blinds of their windows. Mm -hmm. And four of these photos were found in a break and enter investigation. There is apparently Mm -hmm. no official proof of correlation. Um... Mm -hmm. But Halifax is not a huge city. No. It's Three a of city. the four women have come forward about it. Yeah. And talked about like how violated they felt. Yeah. But Oh, uh, me too. I would feel like that one hundred percent. Yeah. But um And I'm yeah. I'm glad you brought that up too because that was a big indicator for me that like um like that keeping of a memento. Mm-hmm. That was a big indicator for me of some sort of philia. Yeah. So, not to sound like the obnoxious psychology grad that I am. Do it. Um, but I'm from the obnoxious gonna, psychology minor person. Do it. <laughs> I'm gonna jump on my soapbox here for a minute. Uh, take a shot. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Jamie took a shot. Um. So Ophelia... When most people think of the word philia, sorry. Well, there's that. But if you think of Ophelia, what's the first type of philia that comes to mind? Hamlet. (laughs) Shut up. Uh, Necrophilia. Interesting. That's not the one that I thought would be. Yeah. Yep. Okay, oh. folks, we just learned a lot about No, you Jamie. did not learn anything. It was just the mm. first one that came to my mind. Exactly. Um, would you prefer it be children? Well, that was the most common one, not fucking dead bodies. But sure, Jame. Well, I guess. She's, she got all flustered. I'm, I hate you. <laughs> Get on your soapbox. Tell the story. But you're absolutely right. So things like pedophilia, necrophilia... Things that are talked about more often in the media. So, philias are abnormal sexual desires. Mm -hmm. They don't always manifest in sexual behaviors. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, there are plenty of people who identify as pedophiles that don't act, that recognize that it's abnormal and unhealthy and illegal and will never act on their attraction to children. There's plenty of people who are necrophiles who will never get their hands on a dead body and will not, like, willingly kill people just for the sake of fucking a corpse. Okay. But philias are... I have a question. Yes? Is bestiality considered a philia? Or is Um, that something else? It's along the same... Well, there is, like, a philia... I don't remember what it's called. Um, so bestiality is, like, the act of doing it. Yeah, so zoophilia would be the attraction towards animals. So what's the difference between that and bestiality? Well, I was just gonna say, bestiality is, like, the actual act. So if you've gotten to the point of bestiality, you're, it's gone past zoophilia. You're not just attracted, you are committing a, you're committing a crime. Um, but yeah, so 
philias, like I said, aren't inherently negative. Mm -hmm. Um, They are abnormal by society standards, and I'm not saying that they should be normalized because they're not. So if we think of, there's something called somnophilia. Okay. Which is a fetish, which is basically what philias are, Mm -hmm. um, in which a person becomes sexually aroused by seeing others sleep. Oh. So if you think about, like, Twilight. (laughs) Edward watching Bella sleep. And unfortunately, I can tell you that hint, or that example, not because I've ever seen Twilight, but because my boyfriend has and loves it. It's true. It is true. A somnophiliac can watch someone sleep, watch someone fall asleep Mm -hmm. or watch them wake up Mm -hmm. and have the same level of excitement and arousal as someone would having sex. Oh. In the same way that a pedophile can get aroused by a child doing child things or a necrophile can be aroused by a dead body. So that's what we think the watcher... So, from what I've heard, read, seen... Gathered. (laughs) Gathered. That's a good word for it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It it seems along the lines of what this person might be feeling. Mm -hmm. So, somnophilia is also called sleeping beauty syndrome. Ah. Um, Because let's not even talk about how weird that story is. Don't even get me started. (laughs) Yeah. But just like any other philia, it's not always dangerous. People can absolutely consent to pretending to be asleep. Mm. Pre-consenting to sexual acts, like knowing that your partner is going to touch themselves when you're asleep. Mm -hmm. As long as there's consent involved, it can be just another fetish. But when somnophilia crosses that line and becomes dangerous, becomes predatory, becomes these things that are unsettling. I feel like that's the the word of the day. I don't know how many times I've said unsettling. But when people are acting on impulse and avoiding that consent, taking pictures of people through the windows. crimes. Committing crimes to get to watch people sleep. That's when it becomes something that is to be of note and something that is very obviously illegal and what could be considered a level of sexual assault also probably not if it started in like 2009 but definitely nowadays if you're into that you can pay someone on you definitely could in 2009 on a streaming service or something it could be virtual be like record yourself sleeping for eight hours and i'll give you 50 bucks someone will do it 100%. Like... But I think it gets to a level with someone like the sleep watcher... It's not enough. ...where indulging their fetish... Exactly. It isn't enough to have the consent. They need to have the power that's involved in a non-consenting interaction. Hmm. So he's looking for power. He's looking for that gratification that comes from being a gross human yeah and unfortunately he got it at least 25 times yeah that's always something to consider that has never been proven because technically speaking they haven't caught him yeah and that's where the big problems come in yeah we get into the that fact he was never caught yeah so that being said, there was an arrest made. Mm-hmm. You want to tell us about that? I would love to. So, um, I, when was he arrested? Um. In, so, in 2012, um, a man named Barry Sinclair was arrested in Halifax on one count of break and enter. Mm-hmm. Um, they... Don't Can I also mention, apparently, yes. he was caught back in 1980 for 
a set of break-ins as well? Yeah, so he had actually a really long rap sheet. Yeah, a so, lot of previous like Jamie said, Like Jamie said, dating back to 1980, <laughs> he also had three charges of break-and-enter. He had a break-and-enter and a committing of sexual assault. Yeah. Five charges of break-and-enter with intent. So mm-hmm. whether that be intent to sexually assault, intent to harm, not good intent. He had a charge for indecent exposure, armed robbery, and then two counts of trespassing at night. So, not a great guy. He was also, like, accused of, it was, like, voyeurism-related offenses. Absolutely. do you want to explain what voyeurism is? So, I mean, I just went off on a different soapbox. But voyeurism is also tied with different philias. Mm -hmm. So, voyeurism is the act of, I think it's public acts of indecency... In both watching and, um, being being, being, yeah, being watched. So when he did the indecent exposure, mm-hmm. like, you always think of, like, the guys in the trench coats that flashed women in, like, the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. That sort of trope mm-hmm. is the voyeurism. So again, it's about power because... You're not consenting to seeing a random man in public naked. I'm not. Yeah, no, you're not consenting to people watching you. So, he's not a great guy, all in all. That's what we've learned. He's a piece of shit. Um, but it got to a point where there were multiple um, descriptions because, thankfully, a lot of women woke up Um, Some women um, reported that they'd been touched, um, whether that be, like, their feet, their hands, their hair. Um, Some women reported... Yeah. Kona. Um, Some women reported just seeing a man standing in their doorway or at the foot of their beds. Mm. Um, In 2010, there was a report that um, a woman had her underwear cut with scissors before the man ran away. So this is what we were saying before, that we don't know what would have happened if these women hadn't woken up. Yeah. And that's where a lot of the scariness comes from. Um, So when these women woke up, a lot of them gave a very similar description of uh, the sleep watcher. Mm -hmm. Um, I had it here somewhere um so they described him as a 20 something like mid 20s early 30s something white man Mm -hmm. about five foot ten medium build with brown hair so if anyone's been to halifax that describes a lot of men in halifax so it's tricky when you don't have any distinguishing features like you don't have tattoos you don't have like any scars So general descriptions like that can be tricky because obviously there's a lot of people that fit those molds. Um, (coughs) But the more this same description kept coming up, the more people were like, okay, there's something to this. And it got to a point where enough women had seen him... um, whether that be in their room, through their window, whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. that they were able to come up with a composite sketch. Yeah. And this composite sketch led to the arrest in 2012 of this Barry Sinclair, Mm -hmm. who was 53, but looks, I would say, 30s. Creepy. Yeah. (laughs) Creepy, for sure. But he fits the mold. Did you say he was also convicted of impaired driving? Um, Because I also found that I might have. I, I, I just I saw an article saying he was convicted of property offenses, impaired driving, four counts of being unlawful in a dwelling, three counts of trespassing, breaking and entering, sexual assault, and criminal harassment. So, d- just... Not a great guy. Not a great guy mm-hmm. at all. So, a lot of the files that came from these prior convictions claimed that most of, obviously not like the impaired driving and stuff, but mm-hmm. like 90% of his, his crimes were sexually motivated. Mm-hmm. And they consisted of him breaking into the homes of women that he had been watching that he believed to be either alone or 
single and knew that they would be alone. Yeah. So, when he was arrested, and I'm looking at the um, arrest, like the parole board of Canada papers now, mm-hmm. um, he was uh, sentenced to, I believe it was five years? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Yeah. Was it five? It was. So he was he was sentenced to five years for one count to break and enter while they were still looking into the possible connections mm-hmm. of other cases. And um, the Parole Board of Canada, in this decision that they um, published, acknowledged that he was a moderate risk to offend. Disagree. In a gen- well, hold on. A moderate risk to offend in a general manner. Mm-hmm. So just any sort of, like normal assault i guess okay if but he was at a high risk to reoffend in a sexual oh. manner yeah so he might not punch you in the face but he'll probably assault you in the middle of the night well can um, i also add something absolutely um even while he sorry i cracked my knuckles even while he was getting in trouble uh before that he was also caught in 2007 peeking at a child in a bathroom mm-hmm. so okay, already I hate it, but even while he was incarcerated, there have been accounts of him watching female correctional staff in bathrooms. So, Mm -hmm. besides theft, criminal harassment, potentially pedophilia, breaking and entering, Mm -hmm. he's still doing it. So, I'm not seeing much change, and being incarcerated clearly didn't help much. Like, Yeah. So... Sorry, off my soapbox. (laughs) (laughs) So he did go to jail for this um, break and enter. But, obviously, for for the parole board to make a decision, he was released on parole. So as part of his parole, they dictated that he must live at a halfway house. Mm -hmm. So a place where they can sort of keep an eye on him. He had to follow a plan for the treatment of sexual deviancy, which is very common in any cases that involve some sort of philia. Um, there are therapies that people can go to to, to treat the um, compulsions that come along with it. But did it work? Well, we'll get to that. Um, and he must not consume, purchase, or possess drugs or alcohol until the end of his sentence in 2017, it would have been. Oof. So, kind of hard to impose that, especially if he's at a halfway house in the Maritimes. Oh, yeah. Um... But he his sentence officially started on February 25th, 2013, and he was sentenced to four years and four days before being released on parole. Mm-hmm. So there was a big uproar in Halifax about him being released on parole because people were like, he's done this for years. Mm-hmm. He has... And so many other things. There's so many other things going on. They said they, the RCMP released a statement saying that they have reason to believe that he will commit a serious personal injury offense against a woman if he were to be released into the public. So Halifax was like, actually, fuck that. Mm-hmm. No. And they, there was a big public uproar about not letting him do his parole in the Halifax region. Good. Because, obviously, he was highly likely to reoffend. Mm-hmm. So they sent him to Newfoundland. <laughs> or, you know, so, keep him in prison. No, send him to Newfoundland. It's oh. the same thing. Oh, my God. Sorry <laughs> to our listeners in Newfoundland and Labrador. I'm not sorry. I'm oh. sure you guys are lovely people. I hate your province. Okay, yeah. Um, I love Newfies. I think they're the greatest people in the country. But Newfoundland is my nightmare. Okay, that's how I feel about Just, Labrador. Exactly. People, you're fine. The place itself is a pile of poopy. Exactly. So they sent Sinclair to live in St. John's, which is the only city that feels like a city in Newfoundland, if you can say that. It is probably the only city. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But hey, he's out now. He's a changed man, says himself. Yeah. So... He says he's changed. Has he changed? No. 
So when he got sent to Newfoundland, the police in Newfoundland were like, oh my God, we don't want this guy. So they placed him under an interim court order to ensure public safety. Mm-hmm. So this was basically saying he like couldn't do certain things. He couldn't go certain places, had to have certain restrictions placed on him. Um, and they said that the order would remain in effect while the Newfoundland Provincial Court were trying to figure out what they were supposed to do and what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. So they said that this was a preventative method mm-hmm. of making sure that the people in St. John's were safe. And they made sure to ask everyone to keep an eye on him, to not be shy to report any suspicious activity that they think might be coming from him. Um, which, for Newfoundland, they didn't really have a choice in the matter. Mm-hmm. They were kind of given the shit end of the stick because Halifax was like, nah, Newfoundland you can deal them. with it. So for all that they could do, all that was in their power, I think they did the right things. Mm-hmm. Until 2018, when he was fucking acquitted. Yeah. Even if he wasn't considered, they acquitted him for, like, the the charges of being, like, the sleepwalker. Or, nope, yes. the sleepwatcher. Sleepwatcher. Uh, and breaking in. He was acquitted of that. But it's like, he still did so many other things. So, a judge in in the case mm. said he would not have to obey the peace bond laid out by the St. John's police. So stupid. So... But, like, why? You're under police surveillance. You're you're in St. John's. Here's the thing. You've spent five years in prison. You're under police surveillance for 15 months. And then they're like, nah. You're fine. Yeah, sorry about that. You're probably fine. But, like, he was literally classified as, like, a high-risk re-offender. He's got 30 years of offenses on his record. And he and still the crown was, was doing like, it nah. incarcerated, still being yes. a perv. The, and then the Crown was like, nah. Yeah, you can go free. The judge, get this too, this is what pissed me off. The judge said that his latest parole reports were cautiously positive. Oh, you don't think there's a reason for that? He's on parole. Of course he's not doing anything to get caught. He doesn't want to go back to prison. Yeah. As and soon they as said that's he... done. Exactly. Guess what he's going to be doing. Exactly. Oh. I just, I don't, I don't understand. So this judge, again, said that the Crown established that he was not an imminent personal injury threat. So he would be fine back out in the community. Sure. Yeah, okay. In in what universe is a man like that not a threat? Because, let's be honest, the, the government, the, the crown, doesn't care about women. Well, doesn't care about vulnerable ab- peoples. Absolutely old. correct. Absolutely correct. And you know what? I haven't been able to find any articles about him since 2018. Yeah, because he's keeping it low while he's peeping in through people's windows. But this is the thing. How do we know that he's not... Well, we don't know. And I doubt very much that he's not out there doing exactly the same thing. So you've got that guy out there being a creep doing that, probably. Mm -hmm. And we still have the unidentified Halifax Watcher who's probably still doing the same thing. Yeah, so if it's not him, if you're not linking the cases to him, even though he fits the description, aside from the age, but he fits the physical description and has a history, if it's not him, that's fine. Don't don't take him down for a crime that he hasn't committed just for the sake of having someone arrested. But you're not making any effort to find the guy who's actually doing it? And also on top of that, how many other people are doing that? And not getting caught. So you've got exactly. for sure one, potentially uh-huh. two, 
probably mm. more. Yeah. And if you take well, into crimes- account, like, people who are, like, being creepy online, people who hack mm-hmm. into people's mm-hmm. security cameras, like, have you seen those ones where people are hacking into baby monitors just to watch babies sleep? Yeah, and, like, talking to children? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is so messed up, and there's mm-hmm. way too many people out there who are doing that. Mm-hmm. So, for me, cases like this are extra uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and make me even more frustrated, because if cases like this aren't being taken seriously, no wonder my circumstances weren't. Oh, exactly, I was just gonna like, say that. Like, it's very disheartening for someone who... Like, for people like me who are in positions where you feel threatened, you don't feel comfortable in your own environment, Mm -hmm. and you are openly being told by someone, I'm watching what you're doing, Mm -hmm. I'm never going to leave you alone, that that's that's never going to be taken seriously if this man who is cutting women's underwear off in the middle of the night is not being punished. I want to believe that the cops are going to help and do good things. But there has been so many cases, as we've seen, especially in the past few years, brought to light that that's just not true. And including myself, where I literally thought some, well, someone was trying to enter my house yeah. while I was home alone. I was mm-hmm. terrified. I called the cops. Nobody even came to me. They were yeah. like, yeah, we'll just do a drive-by. And they did. But I'm like, okay... Nobody came to check and see if I was okay. Nobody called me back to see if I'd been murdered. No. Nobody, literally, no cop stopped by to do an investigation or get a statement or yeah. anything. Look around the house. They looked at the driveway. They didn't even pull over. They just slowly drove by with a searchlight on. And yeah. it's like, that, what, hello? Yeah, how are we supposed to feel safe and like we're being taken care of? when people like this are just allowed to and I didn't feel safe I didn't sleep for like three days I still don't I still don't yeah because nothing is being taken seriously and I just I feel bad for these women in Halifax yeah including yourself who you never I mean not just Halifax because stuff like that could happen everywhere like we said this is sort of an urban legend that is developed all over and that breaks my heart too because that mm. it's happening all over and women are just told yeah it sucks. happens lock your door especially like with your circumstances anyone with a stalker the police or whoever is like no you, you need them to have done more than that mm-hmm. and it's like but they're they're waiting outside my house they're watching me they're doing this but yeah. that's not enough they need to actually no like, attack you for it to maybe, yeah. maybe be taken seriously. Well, exactly. I don't know how many times I've been told that a threat means nothing. It's like, ugh, it's sure, okay. Yeah, just, uh, actually, I'm pretty sure that's the warning, but, um, yeah. whatever. Yeah, so. But cases like this are unfortunately not unique, mm-hmm. and... Like I said before, it's it's disheartening to think that people like Barry Sinclair are allowed to roam free and these women are left with no sense of security, safety, even if you're locking your doors, even if you're doing everything right, it's it's never going to stop someone who's intent on being a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So, and even if you are locking your doors, locking your windows... Hey, if you go to sleep with the computer on and your camera open, someone might hack into it and watch you sleep. And I say that as I have a cover on all of my cameras <laughs> because yep. I'm scared yep. of that. We are fine, though. We're not. We have no paranoia. We are completely okay all the time. Listen, I would um, rather be overly cautious and alive. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's... um. That's the reality. You gotta be overly cautious. Unfortunately. Yeah. Or maybe that's just our mothers. Um. Well, if you guys have heard anything, because I know we have some listeners in Halifax. Mm-hmm. If you have heard anything about 
the sleep watcher or, or if you've had somebody peeping has. through your window let us know yeah we'll kill him i have a sword she does so you I let have, me know i'll handle it i have a boyfriend who i make do all of my fighting for me <laughs> he is my weapon I will say, if anybody hears of a masked sword vigilante running around Halifax, you know nothing about it. You know nothing. It's crazy. I don't even know anyone who has a sword, especially not a purple striped one. That's so weird. My question is, where are you getting the mask? I'll buy one. I mean, okay. I won't buy one because it's not I mean, me. No, the person who oh. would be doing it. Well, you know, I don't know. That's crazy. Who would ever think of that? We gotta go. <laughs> Suddenly, we really need to go. Suddenly, I actually have to go. I have plans. <laughs> <laughs> I have a prior engagement. <laughs> Shink. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you enjoyed today's episode, if you have anything to add, we would love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your experiences. You can send us an email at creepsandcoffee at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can leave a comment or send us a message on our Instagram or our Twitter at creepsandcoffee. You can help support the show and help us get an editor so Jamie doesn't have to figure it out. Please. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> and so that you can help fuel our caffeine-induced recording sessions. You can do that over at buymeacoffee.com slash creepsandcoffee. Uh, if you want an autograph, just ask. Ask Caitlin, uh, <laughs> not me. <laughs> yep, correct. But yeah. Um, I'm happy we're doing more true crime again. Mm-hmm. I feel and like we took a little break for some reason. We did. We got we did really a lot into of, ghosts. Yeah, conspiracies, spooky stuff. We, that's, this is a, the thing with us. We did a lot of conspiracies all at once. We did a lot of cryptids all at once. Mm-hmm. A lot of ghost stories. And then we were like, hey. Gotta get back to our roots. What about real life? Because it's been a while. And even this one, nobody's died from it that we know of. Thank God. That's not going to be the case for our next episode. (laughs) True. I was like, what are we doing? But yeah, lots of people in the next one. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. That one's exciting. Any guesses on what it could be? I'm going to... Very, very good guess. I will give one hint... Um, I'm definitely going to be starting the next episode rapping. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. If you oh. understand that, you might, that's, you might know. That's Did you understand? Hint, actually, of course I understood. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think I am? <laughs> Hi. All right. That is, oh, that's a burger. Well, that is it for us today, friends. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And we'll chat with you next episode. Stay alive. Please. We love you. Bye. Bye. Creeps and Coffee is produced and edited by us, Kate and James. Our theme music is Stuck in a Hole by Dated. For more information on where to find them, check out the link in our show notes. And to connect with us, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Creeps and Coffee.